Happy holidays, everyone. Welcome back to a new episode of the Mayor Tom Henry podcast. This is episode number 17, recorded on December 17th, 2018 from Citizen Square. 17 must be our lucky number today. On today's episode, we're going to be talking basketball, and I'm pleased to be joined with Fort Wayne Mad Ants President Tim Bauman. Tim, welcome to the program. Mayor, my pleasure. Glad to be here. Tim, you're in the midst of your third year as president of the Mad Ants. Uh, what have you built on the first two years to help make Mad Ants kind of a brand name across Northeast Indiana? Well, that's a great question. You know, the first and foremost for us is the community involvement, and that starts from Pacers Sports and Entertainment. It starts mm-hmm. from Rick Fusen with the Pacers. And, you know, when he hired me, the, he tasked me with a couple of things, one was of which to be involved in the community as much as we possibly can. So I feel like we, we've done that. We, we can still do some more things, but um, I'm excited about what we do to help give back to the community. That's very important to us as an organization. I personally serve on the board at the Boys and Girls Club, Renaissance YMCA, Northeast Indiana Regional Partnership. So we really want to be a good steward in the community and uh, try to do as much as we can. Tim, there's no question. Uh, I see you and I see uh, the Mad Ants name all over the community. So obviously, uh, you are working very hard to make sure that uh, Mad Ants and basketball uh, and Pacers, that they're, uh, uh, that they're really a, a name or set of names that uh, people will easily recognize uh, as far as coming from the city of Fort Wayne, and that's, that's great. Uh, but actually, your background is in baseball. You've had... Right. You had 20, 25 years in baseball before coming to the Mad Ants. Uh, how did you convert from baseball to basketball, especially a, a successful transition? Well, you know, it's the same. It's sort of the same business. It's, you know, I'm trying to sell tickets. I'm trying to sell corporate partnerships. I'm trying to get people to come out to the game. So the transition from the business side was, was easy. Um, the transition from the promotional side was a little bit more difficult. In baseball, you have 18 half-inning breaks where you can throw T-shirts in the mm-hmm. seats. And, you know, I was most recently with the Lowell Spinners. We were a Class A Red Sox affiliate, and uh, we would have Steven Guskowski, who's the kicker for the New England Patriots, mm-hmm. come out once a, once a year, and he would kick autographed footballs in the seats. <laughs> so we had a lot more time to do fun things like that. In basketball, our games are so fast. Mm-hmm. We've played a couple of home games this year that have been done in an hour and 50 minutes. So it's hard to get people on and off the court to be able – I like to call it entertainment. That's what I wanted to bring <laughs> to the Coliseum. So – uh, it's hard to really do as much entertainment as mm-hmm. I would like to, but we squeeze it in as much as we possibly can. From the quality of life aspect, I feel like it's night and day. And, you know, Mike Nutter and I are good friends. Uh-huh. We've known each other a real long time. And um, I look at the grind that those guys go through in the summer of five, six, ten-game homestands, mm-hmm. which I used to have. Um, and now our longest homestand of the year is two games. So... I don't get worn out as much as I used to, which is a good thing because I'm much older than I was when I started <laughs> in this industry. Uh, but I love it. I'm, you know, I'm so blessed to be here in Indiana, where basketball is is the top of everybody's mind. Tim, there's something unusual I think about uh, the Mad Ants and what you have done with the team, specifically the stability. Your head coach. And your, your general manager, Stephen Bryan, they've both 
been here for about four years. That's kind of unusual in minor league sports. Normally, there's quite a bit of turnaround. And many times, it's, in, it's a positive turn. But nevertheless, uh, stability is not something that's really uh, a common trait in, in minor league sports. What do you attribute that to? Well, again, it's our commitment. Um, if you look at the Comets who have been here for 67 years mm -hmm. and the stability and how stable they've been in the market and, and Mike Nutter and his staff with the 10 caps have all been together for a long time. You know, we believe as an organization in order to create a winning um, product on the court and in the community, you need to have some continuity. You need to have uh, as, as few turnover as you possibly can. So. We're committed to, to building our staff, and, and you know we had a, a young staff member just recently get married, so we want him to stay with our organization for a long time and raise his children here in Fort Wayne and, uh, and grow in the community. I don't know how much longer we'll have Brian and Coach Gansey. They're both highly talented individuals. You know, Brian is, is if you look at what he's done from a, from a basketball operations standpoint, it's incredible. The players that he's drafted that have now gone on to play in the NBA, and these are players that got missed by the NBA draft and then were found by Brian in the G League draft. And, uh, you know, a young man, to, to give you an example, is Jordan Lloyd. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we drafted Jordan uh, three seasons ago, and nobody knew anything about him. He went to Indianapolis University, and he's now in the NBA with the Toronto Raptors. So Brian's very good at what he does. Coach Ganzi's is an amazing uh, human being, not only on the court but off the court, he's he's regularly serving Thanksgiving Day meals and going to hospitals and doing patient visits. Uh, we're we're just lucky to have the two of them. But but certainly their, you know, their goal in life is different than mine. I love this level. That's why I've been at this level forever. I've never wanted to work at that at that major league level. Uh, but those guys want to be there, and I think Coach Ganzi will be there soon, and and Brian Levy will probably be there soon too. Again, one of the things that differ uh, somewhat with the Mad Ants uh, is the fact that our, our uh, team is Indiana Pacers, and they're only 100, 125 miles south of us, which in many cases is very unusual. Uh, how, does that, uh, how does that help us? Well, the resources we have, um, given the ownership and the affiliation with the Pacers, is, is top-notch. And to give an example, last night we had corporate sponsors in a suite at a Pacers game, and we had our season ticket holders at the Pacers game. So we feel like we're able to, to treat our, our partners and our season ticket holders in a little bit different fashion due to the proximity that we are with the Pacers. Uh, you know, but secondarily, too, as you look at the movement between the Pacers and here, and Folks in this market are, are so familiar with uh, what, what Mike and his guys have done with the, the ballpark downtown. You know, but the reality of, of the, the players for Mike, they're five years away from probably Major League Baseball. My guys are 24 hours away from playing in the NBA, and in some respects have already been in the NBA. So it really has helped us um, maybe get some credibility as to who we are. Just this year alone, we've had Alizé Johnson, who's a Pacers player, play for us and has several double-doubles. Edmund Sumner, who's played for the Pacers, is probably our leading point guard. He's played for us quite a bit. Devon Reed has been back and forth with the Pacers and us. Um, 
E.K. Anabogu, who was their first-round draft pick last season, has spent a lot of time with us. So, really, we're fortunate to, to be like the AAA baseball team in town where guys are with us and then back and forth. So, and, and from a player development standpoint, and Kevin Pritchard, the general manager of the Pacers, would tell you this, it's invaluable. Um, he, he made reference last year to a player, T.J. Leaf, who was drafted by the Pacers last season as well, spent about 10 days with us, 14 days with us last year. And Kevin said he was a completely different player when he got back to the Pacers. Because those guys can come down here and run the same offense, run the same defense, they're in the same scheme, they're in the same family, and then get back to Indy and, and there's no loss at all. So um, it's, it's really helpful to us from a player development standpoint and also on a business standpoint. You mentioned a number of outstanding players who have played in the NBA, who have gone to the NBA, who have, or who have come back and forth. One name you didn't mention, though one of my favorites, is Ron Howard. Uh, Ron works in the front office now. Of course, his number has been retired by the team, uh, hanging in the rafters. Uh, but also you have uh, Tamika Catchings, eight into players with off-the-court activation and teaching the players how to be professionals. What's it like to have two people of that caliber in your organization uh, who aren't just top-notch players but also very genuine people? I, I was just with Ron and yourself the other day. Had, I spent quite a bit of time with Ron that day, and he is a, a top-shelf person. There's no question about it. But you've got two individuals there who uh, I'm sure any team would love to have as part of their organization. We are so blessed to have both of those um, individuals as part of our organization. You mentioned Ron. He's known as Mr. Mad Ant around time. Mm -hmm. You know, and Ron will tell you, he's a kid that grew up in Chicago, um, didn't have the easiest life trying to grow up, was able to earn a college basketball scholarship and played at Marquette and then finished at Valparaiso. And he and his wife um, moved to Fort Wayne 15 years ago and became – I fell in love with the city, and this is where they wanted to raise their family. And um, this community has really supported him, and Ron has really given back, and, and we're lucky to have him. You know, he's the all-time leading scorer for the Fort Wayne Mad Ants. He's the only player in the history of the G League to have his number retired. And he is he, – we couldn't ask for a better ambassador than Ron Howard. Tamika, she's incredible. <laughs> she's a four-time Olympic gold medalist. Mm -hmm. She's a WNBA champion. She's a WNBA – um, most valuable player. She owns her own business in Indianapolis, and uh, you said it. She is, you know, if you met her, you wouldn't know that she's real because she is the most genuine human being I've ever met in my life, and she really cares about all of um, our players and our community, and she's really invested in helping them grow as well. So the Pacers have done just a fabulous job of hiring and, and keeping special people like that on board. I remember when they came to Fort Wayne several years ago and we had the, the announcement in the lobby of the Grand Wayne and all of the major uh, investors, owners, uh, officers of the Pacers uh, team were there and, and announcing their, their acquisition of the Mad Ants. Uh, I have yet to be disappointed in, in the years that have passed since that announcement. They have kept their word. And that really means so much in today's business world to have individuals say something, mean it, 
and uh, make a commitment and, and stick with it. So it, it's been really refreshing to have an organization like that uh, in, in Fort Wayne and, and people like you. Uh, now, you have a game coming up on December the 30th at Trine University, we which do. obviously is a little bit different right. than the Coliseum. I know that they built a brand new uh, arena there, and uh, I've had a chance to see it. It is absolutely gorgeous. But what, uh, how did that come about, and what, what can we expect? Well, it came about really last season. Um, our team was good enough that we made the playoffs. We won our division, and had we won two games in the playoffs, we would have had to play the championship roundup at Trine University. Mm -hmm. So we had to really jump through hoops to find a facility that, that uh, meets the NBA standards. Mm -hmm. Certainly our, our goal would have been to keep it here in Fort Wayne, but due to the facility standards that are in place, the only facility that worked was at Trine University. Mm -hmm. So uh, we ended up losing in the first round last year, which sort of was a blessing because I really did not want to go to Trine <laughs> to play the championship round that would have been uh -huh. on ESPN television yeah. as the first go around. Um, so we, we really are going up there this year to try to do a dry run because mm -hmm. if we make it to the championship round, mm -hmm. we're going to run into the same scenario. So right. it really gives us a chance to get up there and kind of work the kinks out mm -hmm. and get ready to play the championship up there. And it is an incredible facility. Um, it's it's probably the right size. Mm -hmm. I mean, as, as we all know, we're in a building that's probably too big for us currently. Um, and Kinder and Sons built it, and they're a Fort Wayne company. So... Mm -hmm. We're just excited about being able to get up there and create a, a really cool environment and really continue to build our brand outside of Allen County as well. Unquestionably, the Mad Ants appeal to all of Northeast Indiana. So to be able to move the team, at least for one game for the time being, up north in Angola, uh, I think speaks volumes for the team willing to, to do that. To, to uh, Have the players, have they seen the arena yet? They haven't, but I can tell you, uh, Brian uh, Levy, our general manager, has been right. up there. He loves it. Coach it's absolutely, it is absolutely there. gorgeous. It really is. Uh, they did a magnificent job. The locker from the locker rooms to the court itself. Uh, I think it seats about five or six thousand, so perfect size. Uh, so it's just it's really going to be quite an experience, not only for the players but for all of the fans, and, and hopefully a lot from Fort Wayne will go up there to watch the game. They it's. Uh, it's really going to be quite an experience. Uh, now, how can fans, how can they get tickets for that particular game? It, well, since it's an off-site game, most of our tickets, in fact, our tickets are handled through Ticketmaster, but this is an off-site game, so they just need to contact our office directly, then go to ftwaynemadants.com. ftwaynemadants.com. Or call me at the office. It's 469-HOOP, uh, 469-HOOP, <laughs> and we'll be able to, to help you out. Now there are limited tickets because we certainly we play in a building that has almost <laughs> unlimited seats and, right. and we're going up there. We've had to make some modifications so we've we've had to shrink the seating bowl to about 3,500 oh, okay. so you know we would uh, love to have everybody mm -hmm. come up. It's really an easy drive up 69. Mm -hmm. It's only about 40 minutes get off your first exit in Angola and, and the facilities right there but um, hopefully we'll you know, we'll pack the house and show Greensboro, who's flying into town, what we're all about. <laughs> Fantastic. Tim, that's all the time we have for today. Uh, now, what about regular Mad Ants games? You said uh, you use Ticketmaster. We do. Yeah, we're okay. a Ticketmaster company, so you can go on to any Ticketmaster site and find them or contact the Coliseum box yeah. office. Excellent. 
again, Tim, thank you very much. And, and thank you to our listeners for tuning in. This is our final episode of the year, but we'll be back in 2019 for more discussions about our great city. I hope each and every one of you have a, a wonderful, safe, and joyous holiday season. This is Mayor Tom Henry. Have a great rest of your day.